0: Hey everyone, this is the Love of Cinema podcast. We like to talk movies. If you like to talk movies too, you come to the right place. Uh,
1: the whole track of uh, Dubey and Alice has been shot uh, in a very... Uh, so how do we... Has been framed properly um, has has a very different way of uh, the the camera is a static. The frames are blocked, uh, very well planned. So basically, that is the only track where the camera is not handheld.
0: Hey folks, how are you doing? I'm delighted to have Rakhi Sandilya with us today. Rakhi is of course writer-director of Ribbon, the 2017 drama starring Kalki and Sumit Vyas. Ribbon was an highly engaging fly-on-the-wall look at the relentless pressures faced by a young couple in Mumbai. Touching on topics not often explored in Hindi relationship dramas centered on young urban couples, Ribbon left a mark on many. Introducing us to a writer and director whose next is eagerly awaited. Rocky joins us for the next in our series of deep dives, where screenwriters and directors are joining us for a deep dive of a favorite film of their choice. Rocky is a huge admirer of Mira Nair, and the film she chose for today's episode is a film by Mira Nair, which, like Ribbon, took on topics not often explored at the time of its release. And the film was bold enough to start conversations on those difficult topics. This is Imanchu, and you're listening to the Love of Cinema podcast. As always, a quick request to all the listeners of the podcast. If you enjoy organic conversations centered on Indian cinema, Love of Cinema podcast was created for people just like you. So do consider subscribing. Independent podcasts like this one don't have a platform ecosystem. For Amplification and Distribution. Independent podcasts rely on amplification through its listeners. So if you like the episode, please do spread the word on social media. Also, do take a minute to review and rate the podcast. That would be much appreciated. Back to today's episode. Once, in an interview describing her approach to filmmaking, Miranair had mentioned that her job is to provoke. In her acclaimed 2001 film Monsoon Wedding, she looked at the Delhi family in the middle of the chaos of wedding preparations that will have to deal with everything from minor hiccups and premarital affairs to much darker secrets and skeletons in the closet before the actual wedding. Shot in Delhi in 30 days on a budget of $1.2 million, Monsoon Wedding was supposed to be a small film but it won over audiences world over, with its superlative, multi-strand narrative that intertwines and contrasts, and with its great mix of cast, of established actors, and promising new actors like Vijay Raz, Tulottama Shom, Pankaj Jaa, and Debendu Bhattacharya. It went on to win the Golden Lion at the Venice Film Festival that year. Raki first watched Monsoon Wedding when she was a teenager. She talked about how she was able to see the different layers to the film over the years and why Mira Nair is so refreshingly different in her approach with films like Monsoon Waiting. We talked about the film's almost fantasy-like track between Alice and Dubey, the use of bright colors, the marigold motif, and the brilliant performances in the film. We also gushed over the terrific chef Ali Shah and wondered how in the world This Tilottama Shom still looked the same some 20 odd years later. Raki also made an interesting observation about the twinkle in Tilottama's eye. And in case you are wondering, yes, we also chatted about the wonderful scene where Vijay Raz proposes marriage to Tilottama. Let's get right to it. Here's our chat. Hey Raki, how are you doing?
1: I'm absolutely fine, uh, battling with a lot of things right now. I'm juggling with the edit of my series and then I have dived into the pre-production of my next feature film, which is an investigative drama. So yeah. Busy, busy. Busy. Yeah.
0: That's good cool. it's of. always good to be busy.
1: <laughs> yes yes um I'm I'm quite excited basically for my upcoming feature film because this is something that I have been uh, developing with Sagar Haveli he is one of the writers of uh, Patal Lok very interesting writer very interesting uh, take on on writing so we have been working on this script for quite some time and um, uh, we were in the process of making it uh, for 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 a while but um, now it's uh, happening so fatima sana sheik is playing the lead investigating officer and then there are some very good ensemble cast uh, so people like um, uh, hemant kher and um, sarika singh and uh, girish Kulkarni and
0: that's awesome. Yeah, I really am looking forward to this because, uh, like I said, I really love Ribbon and investigative um, dramas is also a genre that I dig a lot. So I'll be really looking forward to this. Yes. Movie. So yes. let's uh, talk about the movie that you chose to talk about for today's episode. First of all, so before we dive deep into the movie, could you just share with us, uh, just in a nutshell, why you chose Monsoon Wedding as the movie that you would like to talk about?
1: I I would say I was just growing up, I was almost about 18 or 19 when I saw this film for the very first time. And I was quite surprised by the way a lot of things have been handled in that film. And uh, if you see, the setting is a typical uh, grand Punjabi wedding. So, I mean, who would have thought that, you know, while uh, the, the family is preparing for for a wedding you know uh, there are numerous issues that can be handled in 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 a film uh, like uh, monsoon wedding so so th- there is uh, something that um, that stayed with me for uh, for many many days uh, after i watched the film and i remember i went back like the first time that i saw i saw it with my mom and uh i went back and i rewashed it uh so at that point of time i was living in england and i quite liked that film and i felt that you know it was it was very interesting to see uh a film where uh you can relate to a lot of things i mean if if you ask me uh you know why i i like monsoon wedding or maybe why i uh uh, like most of Meera Naya's films is because of the fact that, you know, she uh, she has a very interesting voice and so much of subtlety. And, and also, uh, I mean, if you see Monsoon Wedding could have been a very, uh, a film where, all there are numerous subjects that are being hand, that is being handled in monsoon wedding very easily this film could have become uh, a very subject driven preachy film to be uh, to be very precise uh, but it's not preachy at all um, it has dealt with uh, various uh, issues in in a most interesting and in a most subtle uh, and in a most touching manner um so the sequence where uh, uh where uh, lalit verma he breaks down and uh, and and he tells his wife um, hold me Pammi. um i'm falling apart i mean that th- those are some of the sequences that stayed with me for a very long time because you know you re- you rarely see a male character uh, breaking down uh, right
0: in it's, it's uh, very realistic it's very uh very experience.
1: realistic and it's you know the way uh, you see a family which is uh uh, so happy and and they are uh, they have come together for 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 a celebration and then you see them slowly crumbling and you'd see them everybody has their own uh, parallel conflict uh, going on um, so uh, and and from one track to the other track the way story flows is so so natural and so nuanced that you never feel like Oh, what happened to that track? Or what happened to that track? It's it's just so seamless, and I pretty much love every scene. Forget about the film; I actually love every scene of uh, Monsoon Wedding. I mean, and 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 you know, there is a there is an element of realism, and also I feel the element of fantasy that that has been added. I mean. I don't know if I'm using the right term, but yeah, from the perspective of Dube and Alice, it, it is a it is a track that has been dealt in a very fantastic, in a, in, a, in a manner where you will see that you could very easily interpret it as fantasy. So that's something very interesting. Um, uh, I still remember that, you know, very easily that can have uh, been shot very differently. But on purpose, the director has shot it in a way where it looks very magical. It looks, even even the way it has been framed, I don't know uh, Meera ma'am would, would be able to answer it way better, but how I, as a filmmaker, as a uh, budding filmmaker, how I see that film is uh, the whole track of uh, Dube and Alice has been shot uh, in a very... Uh, so how do we... Has been framed properly. Um, has has a very different way of, uh, the the camera is a static, the frames are blocked, uh, very well planned. So basically, that is the only track where the camera is not handled.
0: Very interesting, that's true, right.
1: Yes. Otherwise, throughout, if you see the camera is very restless, it's very pulsating. So you are always like you 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 are on the move. So as the family is planning, you are also very easily you have become the uh, as an audience, you have become somebody who is involved in that planning because right from the very first frame, the film itself is so immersive that you you immediately get into it. Um, but when whenever the the track of Alice and uh, Dubey comes, you suddenly you kind of uh, you stay back and you see their story. You you kind of then you become an audience and you are not immersed in that uh, in that love story. Uh, so that's that's the that's that's something that really interested me a lot. That how you should you know. Uh, Treat certain uh, uh, certain tracks and um, how you can uh, basically reverse it completely. So, so ha- I mean, because if you see, so now now that I am also growing uh, a bit with every films uh, that I am making, so so the films that I have loved, I always go back uh, watch it a number of times just to understand why I love that film. Um, so. Um, if you see very easily, uh, the the whole wedding sequence or Lalit Verma's family could have been shot in a very well designed fashion and their life because of the class system and the class division, division that uh, class division that we have, which which is prevalent in India very easily. Uh, someone ha- would have taken a route of shooting them handheld. But what she, what Meera Ma'am has done is she has totally reversed it. And she has made their love story very dreamy, uh, very beautiful. Um, and this side of the story, very restless, kind of, it's, it's the tension is in right. uh, as you see. Um, so, so and every you know pretty much everything that has been uh, said and done in that film uh, is beautiful like it resonated a lot with me I still remember uh, uh, the, the, the ending of this film the way Lalit character Nasir stands up to that um, um, you know relative of his where he says that you know if I have to protect my family no matter what and if I have to protect them from myself I would rather do I would do that Um, so that that was something very beautiful um, because we have not seen in in our Indian uh, films like I'm talking about something that we saw 20 years ago and uh, uh, Still, in two thousand one, it was quite early for for a film to convey uh, this message that hey, it's all right to stand up to your elders if they have made a mistake. Um, so that's uh, that's very bold, uh, and 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 that that was very beautiful, uh, and and also the fact because uh, there is something between Indian family and and perfection that uh, personally I I I don't agree with because. <laughs> um, because I feel every family is a dysfunctional family. All of us, we have some weird relatives, weird family members. We, we don't get on with our parents many times um, or our siblings. So uh, to bring, bring that aspect as well, also the constant questioning of if, if you're not getting married, you know, you know, at certain age, the relatives, uh, you know, uh, always coming up with various questions which kind of pushes <laughs> you to is right. marriage the only thing in this right. world. Um, so th- those are the things, uh, you know, so through Rhea and 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 also through that young boy who who loves uh cooking um videos, I mean, I fell for that boy because uh i Because I know uh, there is so much of pressure, like, um, you know, we we keep saying that, you know, women have to go through a lot of things. Yes, we do. Um, And 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 me, myself as a woman, I know that. But at the same time, I also feel men also numerous times have to go through some very uneasy situation um, where they have to fall. And because they are boxed in certain way that they have to... Do something which has been set as a standard by our society or by our elders, and um, I, I I feel for them because at times I see a lot of uh, my own male friends being trapped in the situation. So um, th- even that uh, that was handled in a very mature way. Um, so all the tracks, to be honest, like I I uh, I like love the it, film. Right i love i love all of it uh, and and uh, also the in a very delicate manner the the uh, uh, child sexual abuse that which was raised in that film uh, i mean uh, again uh, i'm going back 20 years um, it's 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 beautiful i mean at least a film which is talking about a, a character a, who has been abused when she was just a kid, when, when she says, I didn't even had breasts. I mean, it, it shakes you to the core and, and you really feel like, yeah, I mean, this is, this is something that, that should be discussed more and more in our films or, or
0: it's a conversation we need to have.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a very important conversation to have because, I mean, there is hardly any uh, woman who you will speak to will not have uh, something to share, uh, which is quite a shocker. Uh, but yes, uh, it is. So it's a high time that, uh, you know, that film spoke about it. And then, I mean, uh, right now in, in a post Me Too era, uh, <clears throat> we are at least aware about okay when and how to deal with it at least to a certain extent uh, uh, and something which was not that common 20 years ago so
0: right yeah let's talk about Mirana, Nair the filmmaker a little bit before we talk more about the movie you know Nair is of course a great filmmaker and um, her movies tend to have a universal appeal so even if the characters are based in a world uh, that's far enough from you they almost always connect with you very strongly, personally. You know, her movies, more often than not, have a very strong, uh, certain uh, strong uh, emotional power, you know, which is a hallmark of great drama. And I always find it interesting because Mira Nair also comes from, uh, you know, like a documentary uh, background. And obviously now she's an established, uh, you know, feature filmmaker. But I love that balance between the, you know, the emotional power of a drama that she brings in and blends it with the reality. And um, I remember one of her interviews, um, she mentioned something like uh, her job as a filmmaker was to try to provoke. So that's certainly something that she did in uh, Monsoon Waiting. Uh, wh- how do you see Mira Nair as a filmmaker?
1: Um, she's great. Um, I think I am not even, uh, like... Even capable enough to talk uh, about her body of work. To be honest, I'm just a very new filmmaker, but I love every work of her. To be honest, I mean, um, because I, you know, if you see the detailing uh, of uh, in in her films or detailing in every scene, uh, then uh, you'd realize how uh, uh, how she works and and also how uh, what she puts in when she is making a film or when she is creating a character uh, it's not something uh, where you you will find a fault because she has dealt with it she deals with her character in a complete circle so um, pick any character of her film um, or and, and you'll see that you know there is a completeness, there is a sense of wholeness um, in in it. I mean, even in Ria's character in Monsoon Wedding, or even in that girl uh, in Aditi's character, I mean, all those characters, they are so very well fleshed out. Um, and it has, uh, it, the characters are so relatable, the situations are so relatable in our films, no matter what uh, there are, bits and pieces in her film where you can fall back and say, hey, I know something like this, which has either happened to me or, or I have seen happening to somebody else. Um, And, and also what makes her work very unique is, is her, is her interesting take on you know, politically also, she is very clear with what she wants to say, um, and how much she wants to say. Um, I totally agree with uh, with you when when you were saying that yes, her idea is to provoke uh, provoke and at the same time also show mirror to us or or to the society. Her films are pretty much uh, a mirror to us because uh, whatever I see, I mean uh, even in uh, Mississippi Masala or or in Namesake uh, you know uh, th- those are some of the films that when you see, you know that okay, uh, these are the things that we all should know and we should know how to deal with it just in case if something like this happens to me or somebody else around me um, with uh, Namesake, I remember uh, watching it and Again, you know, your parents always uh, uh, kind of give you a sense of, uh, uh, you know, uh, of a feeling that, you know, as kids grow up in a foreign land, they they kind of disassociate themselves from their parents or from their culture. So uh, that film was uh, quite a thing in my life. I mean, I've been constantly shown that film just to remind what, what our Indian culture is and, you know, how you should respect your parents and how you should, you know, stay true to your culture and all that. So uh, <clears throat> quite, quite, um, quite a, uh, quite a, she has, she's a very big filmmaker uh, uh, in in my uh, in my eye and in my idea of films, because I she the, the way she shoots her film, I mean, every shot says something, there is hardly any extra shot uh, that you see in her films, such crisp edit, uh, you know, even after the film is over, you still long that, oh, I wish this, this film would have stayed a little longer. Um, so those are the feeling that I'm always left with, even now when I um, when I see her film. So, yeah, I mean, see uh, in Monsoon Wedding, some very interesting thing. Uh, so typically you would see, okay, filmmaker taking a very wide shot of that pandal. So I was just thinking, I never see a, a, a big huge shot of pandal and the marriage happens. Uh, so, um, because the shot of pandal is not required. <laughs> What is required is the emotion of the people and and how the people are uh, acting or reacting to each other in certain situations. Um, So she is very particular about catching uh, the right emotion in a very right time in her films. And how she does it is a magic. And that's something that I really aspire to do. Um, Also, the way she does casting in her films. Like... You know, every time that uh, every time when I do casting, I always pick one of Meera Nair's films, and I always tell this to my casting director just see the casting of this film, and um, you just feel like every actor on screen was born to do that particular part. Um, You don't remember uh, what that actor has performed before or after i mean i'm not talking about uh, nasir sir or shivali shah and you know uh, 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 but i'm talking about very smaller characters oh uh, yes
0: definitely yeah
1: they they are all so good and yes. and and you just feel that you know they are there to do their particular job i mean a mother looks like a mother and talks like a mother so right. uh, so, so those are those are the bits that i always uh, um, kind of uh, you know take inspiration from and try to learn and invite some of the good things um, also uh i completely um uh agree with uh, her uh, Nayar's statement um, you know i I read it long time back when when she mentioned that, you know, is this a story that I want to tell? Um, so I, every time that I read a, a script or if I try to tell the story, that is why I am. I take a lot of time in from one project to the other project is, I want to be sure whether I am. I'm telling a right story or because I just don't want to say any story which has got very little relevance. I want to say a story which has at least like 25 or 30% resonated with me in some form or the other. Either I love the character, either I love the voice the character is using, either I love the, the world that I'm creating. Something has to, I have to fall in love with the script or I have to fall in love with something for me to invest my my hours and hours of hard work into it so uh, so so that has a great influence on me i keep saying i keep telling this is this why is is this what i'm i should tell this story or i should leave it so um, so definitely i mean it 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 has a uh, she has a very vast impact on 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 a lot of young filmmakers to be honest because she has uh, set the goal so high that you know you just look from a distance and you feel like oh, okay um, you know maybe maybe 5% or 10% of what she has done if you can achieve in your lifetime then yeah you can patch yourself so um, <laughs> so so yeah i mean uh, she's great she's great she's great. right
0: right and let's talk about the casting of this film um you know one of the joys of re-watching films like these is that you rediscover kind of all these small actors like you said and like i think this was first movie of uh Tilot and this was yes. probably one of the first films that vijayaras did so yeah. you know both of those actors you know now are essentially like modern, uh, you know, um, legends, (laughs) uh, no less. And um, it's also incredible that Tilak Tamashom looks the same today that she looked 20 years ago. (laughs) I'm like, you know, it's like almost like as if she has walked from this movie into Sir or something. There is like not... Not yeah. a single difference. You know, she just looks the same. I mean, it's just yeah. the same person. I mean, it's just incredible. But um, yeah, so many actors, even the small roles. Like I I think there is also uh, the Dibendu Bhattacharya is there. Yes. one of the uh, Dubey's uh, workers <laughs> friends. And then there's that other guy, I forgot his name. Is it uh, Pankaj uh, Kumar or who plays uh, another friend of Dubey? He was also in Black Friday. And um, so yeah. that guy's there too.
1: Ram Kapoor was there. Ram
0: Kapoor is there. Randi Puda is there, uh, a very Randeepuda young Randi Puda. Lilith so Dubey is,
1: is uh, such a great actor and she has done her part so yes. well. Yes. Um, yes. And Ira Dubey. I mean, all the actors are are amazing, even Rajat Kapoor, I mean, uh, it took a while for me, I mean, so basically, I'll tell you, it's, I don't know whether I should tell you or not, but for a very long time, I kind of, because I saw Monsoon Wedding when I was not very mature enough, I was hardly 18, 19. So, you know, it had such a great impact on my mind that for a very long time, I, I kind of, I, I didn't, like I was always very uncomfortable watching anything about Rajat Kapoor you know I always had it had such a big impression on my mind later on as I matured I was like okay that was just a film just move on <laughs> but and that tells uh, you how
0: good of an actor he is
1: yes of course oh my god he's a great actor um he's he's an amazing actor he just fills the frame Um, every time uh, I have seen him uh, performing. he's, He's great. He's very nuanced. Um,
0: And it's uh, what I loved most about that performance was that what uh, Miranar and Rajat Kapoor were able to achieve is that, you know, he, 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 first of all, he plays that quiet monster kind of a character really nicely. And even Miranar like depicts him like that, you know, there is a great scene when he kind of opens the door and his fingers are on the the door pane. And it almost feels like a scene from a monster movie or something, you know, where the monster is like pushing your door open and he's about to enter in and you know it's yeah. going to send uh, you know a chill down uh, down your spine so yes. all these kind of little things and he plays that part perfectly like the quiet monster like i said you know watching him like play off nasiruddin uh, Duncha, and it's it's just a joy
1: yeah yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely also uh, you know also the way the filmmaker has handled the liberation of riya um, is something that i felt um, You you feel liberated with Rhea, to be honest, Uh, because, you know, you always feel throughout the film, somehow she's very subdued and she's holding on to something, she's not opening up. But once she, uh, you know, once uh, Lalit Verma uh, comes into her support and once she has expressed her anguish against uh, her uncle um, and... After he is kicked out from the family, the way she is she, dancing and the way she is, she's so carefree. And, you know, when she's dancing in that monsoon, I, I love the way she is, uh, uh, she feels liberated. So that's what it is, you know, uh, if if um, in your own life, something has uh, been troubling you for many, many years and you have not been able to share it with anyone, but suddenly if you have, then it. Indeed, is very liberating. Uh, and that's what the filmmaker has shown so beautifully um, that I, I just loved it. Also, the whole fact that, you know, Dubey, who charged uh, extra money for waterproof uh, <laughs> tent, I mean, at the very end, uh, Lalit uh, calls him in and says, No, you know, come inside, and uh, so so that's also beautiful that you know, uh, uh, in happiness, we are all together, so you know, caste and class, and uh, upper and lower, and everything is just in our minds. To be honest, when we are celebrating, when we are happy, or when we are sad, probably our emotions connect with every human, like it connects to all, and we all somehow are uh, together in happiness or in sorrow and and that is also very beautifully portrayed uh, you know throughout we see that there is uh, there is always an argument that that is happening between Dube and varma and varma and Dube. but at the very end you know it 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 feels like okay it has come to a point where they are all celebrating the happiness you know the the marriage of dubey and alice and you know the marriage of uh, aditi and um and that guy so uh it's it's quite beautiful it's quite beautiful that the 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 way the filmmaker has rounded it up uh, at the very end. Also, I, I would love to talk about the the wedding scene of uh, Dube.
0: On Absolutely, that small, I was I I was not going to let you go without talking about yeah. that. Yes. On, on
1: that small on that small small tunnel. garden bridge. Yeah, yeah, garden bridge. But it's so beautiful and so cinematic. Um, so see, that's what I am saying. That you know, very easily that marriage could have happened anywhere. But no, that happened only on that bridge. And we see that bridge for the very first time and for the very last time in the film. Um, so it's very interesting. And under that umbrella, uh, also the use of marigold, the flower. Uh, it It is so beautifully uh, done uh, and it looks so beautiful. Um, I would love to know why she chose Marigold and why not something else. Um, Did she choose Marigold because Marigold is something which somehow uh, acts like a bridge between the two classes? Or what I don't I know. always
0: thought that, uh, you know, one of the motifs that I, um, I kind of picked on was the bright colors, you know, right from the title uh-uh. sequence where we have like a Saul-Bass uh, uh, kind of a title sequence yeah. with rich, solid yeah. colors. Uh, yeah. the, the, there's There are rich uh, colors throughout the movie. And, you know, yeah. for the Varma family, yeah. for yeah. Uh, the upper class family, you know, it's all about the silk and the rich colors from the silk and everything. Yeah. But for Dube and Alice, it's the beautiful, bright color of the flower, you know. And so that's uh, how I saw it. And I just love that scene because, you know, first of all, it contrasts uh, two different weddings. Like one is this loud, big Delhi-style wedding that's going on in the Verma family. And then the second one, like you said, is this sweet, dreamy, kind of almost like a fantasy sequence, you know. And my favorite bit from that is when uh, Dubey Eats the goddamn flower, you know. He oh, god, oh, god, it's, it's I like love a,
1: that. You know, it's like I prasad it.
0: that he has yeah. received from this goddess, yeah. you know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I love it. Beautiful Actually, idea. the
1: whole use of marigold. I mean, if you ever uh meet uh Mira, ma'am, uh, please uh, ask her this question that you know, what what was her thought behind using marigold uh, flower because I don't know there because there are so many other flowers too tulips and, you know, all all those flowers that are being used in wedding. Why marigold? Because I seriously feel there must be something behind it. Um, Some thought behind it. Um, Also, uh, I I love that scene where he comes to propose uh, Alice. You know, that with that, the heart. That, yeah. that small heart that he has met uh, uh, with the flower and, and the way, you know, he bends in front of her and there are candles around him. So it's it's just even that sequence is so beautifully done. Um, and, and the way a filmmaker has shown that expression of love is not restricted to certain class, if you see. Or... Or the style in expressing that love so we mostly see in western society and now you know in our upper upper middle class and, and higher class you know a guy bending down on his knees to propose his girl but 20 years uh, ago uh, she explored it through Dubey's character who are not typically rich uh, upper middle class uh, people so so the expression, so which means that exp- there is no um, uh, th- nobody has a right on the expression. Basically, if I am in love, uh, no matter what class or caste or what religion I am from, I can express love the way I desire. Um, so that's also very beautifully done. Um, I quite liked all those sequences, and it's such. You know, that that contrast works so well um, throughout the film that you kind of, uh, you fall in love with Alice and Dubey's track as well and you really root for them you know definitely, when she when, when she stops talking to Dubey and Dubey goes back home and the mother is saying you know you know uh, when are you going to get married you are you know uh, uh, managing events for marriage every day and you know but you are the one who is um, I don't know when you are going to get married when I'll see my grandson's uh face and all that. So you see the frustration building in um Dubey's character and he goes up and he literally like uh he's very pensive and you feel for that character. You feel like I every time I see that sequence, I feel like, oh my god, oh I I just want to go and give him a hug. That, that you know she'll one day she'll she'll come back to you. So that's, that's both
0: of so, them are absolutely so, charming. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, very beautiful and Vijay Raj is such a fabulous actor oh my god he is such a beautiful and such a great actor great performer uh you know he is into that character you feel he is Dube he is the right Dube you know with his um uh with with his bag uh hang you know and and his lunch box and all that, very beautifully portrayed. He has portrayed this character so beautifully that, you know, you just cannot forget uh, Dube. Or or similarly, it goes with uh, Alice. Um, There is a twinkle in uh, Tilotma's eyes. Um, And every time when she, you know, she has a dreamy eye. If you see very closely, she has, you know, there are some people... uh, which you meet or which you see in your uh, in your real life, where you know their eyes are filled with dreams. They have a very beautiful uh, eye, and Thilothma uh, has that. And so even when she played that character in Ratna, you can see that twinkle. Um, so so every time when she comes on screen, you you see that twinkle of hope, it, a certain dream that is there in her eye and you know that you know she she will make it or she she has something that you want to root for um so definitely both of them they were a delight to uh, watch on screen. while we're
0: talking about those two rakhi uh let me ask you this one of uh, monsoon wedding's common critique is that the film kind of falls uh, short of uh, showing a critical understanding of class and that the characters of Alice and Dube are somewhat caricatural. Uh, What do you make of that?
1: I mean, personally, if you ask me, I don't see them as uh, caricatures, uh, to be honest. I I see uh, them as two characters who are not from the same world as lalit varma's family they are from two different worlds but they have their dreams they have their hopes and uh, because of because of that they slowly they come together they fall in love with each other and finally they end and, uh, end of marrying each other I don't see it as caricature I see it as a beautiful dreamy portrayal and that's what um, uh, the director has done and she has done it uh, very beautifully I mean she has she, through her shots through her visual because you know at the end of the day uh, cinema is a uh, is a visual medium where we see a lot of things through the way we are shooting or through the way our characters, we show the our character. So right from uh, the way they, they talk, their dialects, to the way we frame them, to the way we lit them up, Everything, everything matters. So the so if you see those the, the detailing in Dube and um, uh, uh, Alice's track, I don't see them as caricature. I see them as very real people who have gone beyond their uh, boundaries to achieve their dreams. Uh, I, I I loved it. Uh, if you ask me, I mean, I love the way they have been treated because, in a very usual scenario, somebody, uh, I mean, very easily you we could have shot them, uh, in in a handheld fashion and you know a little, uh, uh, you, you know, very jerky and in in a very different manner. I mean, to have them to shoot them with certain aesthetics and to shoot them uh in a certain frame is is something that stood out for me so what many people have uh kind of not liked it basically i have loved it um, yeah I don't
0: buy that criticism either um, yeah, you know, it's I, uh, again it's uh, depends on you know how those two characters yeah. land with you so probably for, not for us but for me yeah, not for us they, not they, for they us, feel so. like they uh kind of were kind of shortchanged but yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah not, I, I, not i didn't for see us. it like that
1: yeah me too i never saw it like that and you know how can you see how can you say that it's it's, it's a caricature because you know that sequence where um, uh, where he comes where vijay raj comes and he says you know that sequence i still remember that sequence where uh, she is washing the dishes and he comes um and uh, he says uh and you know and uh, and then he says I mean that scene, I mean how can you say, there is so much of emotion in that scene. How can you say that uh, it is uh, a caricature? No, not at all.
0: Not, not at all. all. I not at all. I think we agree.
1: Yeah, yeah, I loved to uh, I actually I it's it's very uh, it's very mature for a director to treat that track so differently which you know people might say it as caricature but i loved it
0: yeah. and let's go back to a scene that you talked about before uh, that's a great scene for a number of reasons but uh, i wanted to talk about shefali shah's performance a little bit more and the scene that i'm referring to is the one where uh, nasruddin shah confronts uh, rajat kapoor and asks him to leave the wedding And I love what um, she has done in that scene, uh, Shefali Shah. Uh, She's just standing there behind in the background, and Nasiruddin Shah is doing all the talking. She doesn't have any lines, but her eyes are doing the talking, you know, and they tell you that she's half shocked, she's half relieved to see her uncle stand up for her. And she's Mm -hmm. able to convey that uh, mixed feeling of um, shock, vindication, relief, just through her big, beautiful eyes. Uh, mm. So nicely, I mean, she's just fabulous in that movie, as always. And nice. her performance, I thought, is full of grace, you know, depth, and not even a trace of vanity. You know, what an actor!
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, I, I actually, I'll go back to one scene before that scene. Um, I mean, Shefali Shah. Mm, to be honest, she's a great actor. Um, she's
0: no she's doubt yes.
1: Really good. Um, and you know some people some actors they are blessed with beautiful eyes and i i mostly like i i mostly uh, look into actors eyes there is something that you know your eyes cannot lie in front of camera so so uh, with Shifali shah i mean i feel you know right um, you know that sequence i love that sequence where uh, uh, nasir sir goes to uh, bring her back from her friend's house uh, remember after after that confession and after um, after that argument that uh, you know that happens at their house uh, she uh, leaves uh, lalit verma's house and she comes and Stays overnight at her friend's house, and that same night Lalit breaks down. Um, and uh, in the morning, then he goes to get her home. So in that sequence too, the way you can see the vulnerability of of Lalit Varma of Nasir I mean, Nasir Sir is such a fab actor. I mean, there is oh god, and the way he softly he says and. And he is uh, pleading to Rhea to come home. is um, is beautiful, and you know you see in, you see how two good actors in in a certain frame how they can create magic. You see that in that particular moment, in that particular scene. I mean, every time when I see that sequence, you know, I don't know. My eyes are filled with tears. Like, it it really happens. I, I always see cinema from a very different uh, point of view. I never get very emotionally invested in films. But every time when I see that sequence, I always feel uh, for both Lalit and for Rhea. Because on one hand, there is this man who feels as if he has failed uh, by not protecting or by not seeing what happened behind his eyes uh, when he was not around and on the other hand Rhea uh, who all pretty much every woman on this uh, every every woman on on this planet will uh, relate to Ria Rhea, uh, Ria's character so you know that helplessness in both the character uh, draws you uh, and they make you uh, look like you know uh, you know, it's not just that we are fucked up and we are pained and we are troubled in our personal life. But hey, even in films, there are characters who are uh, going through a lot of shit. So, you know, you relate to that shit a lot and and that somehow gives you a lot of solace uh, while watching uh, scenes like that in, in films. So that's that that is a very real moment and captured so beautifully. That's one of my favorite scene. Then, yes. Um, Definitely, um, that's an iconic scene where uh, she is, where uh, Nasir sir does all the talking and she's shocked. She's actually, she's pleasantly shocked. She is, uh, she, she, she had
0: not, not expected that,
1: yeah. She never saw this coming. Um, so uh, and just before that sequence, you have seen, you know, when the photographer is clicking picture and he says, Aap in You know, you have to come and you have to sit under his feet, and you see that. That rage which is burning inside her, I mean, in you feel that rage. along with Ria, you are enraged that how how come, but she can't say anything because she knows that you know, uh, if if she's going to create uh, uh, any any trouble anymore, then probably her cousin's wedding, uh, will be, you know, she is just going to create impediments for her cousin's wedding, so she keeps quiet, so you know. Those minute detailing that, as a woman, how much do you have to go through to finally burst out your anger, um, and and those are those those are little moments that stays with you forever. Like I remember, I saw it uh, the last time that I saw Monsoon Wedding was almost about two years ago, but I still remember all those sequences, um, and I I will never forget these uh, moments. Um, so, so it's, it's 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 i mean uh, shefali shah undoubtedly has uh, i mean shefali shah has excelled in her performance in that film um, her uh, big eyes and dark um, you know kajal that she uses and the nose ring that she wears i i loved her complete look uh, typical delhi girl Same look yeah. uh, very beautiful and and there is something about her face. There is something very charming about uh, Shifali Shah, which, which I really liked. Um, you know, there is a warmth, but at the same time, you know, she has that face where, you know, where you get that vibe that, you know, you can't do anything. Like she has that no nonsense face. Uh, so it's very rare to have that kind of a combination. I um, loved it, loved loved that performance of uh, Shepali Shah and, and loved the way the director has underplayed it. Um, anyone in that situation could have, uh, you know, uh, written that scene very differently uh, or maybe would have shot that sequence very differently. There is just one or two or, or three shots of Shepali Shah looking completely shocked and pleasantly surprised and relieved that you know i'm not going to see this this man ever uh, n- you know from now onwards. was uh, so just just a couple of shots and it says everything about uh, about that character so that's that's beautiful
0: yeah yeah absolutely and i'm so glad that finally uh, you know she's getting great roles uh, to portray you know after playing so yeah she was so good years. in delhi time is such a uh, richly deserved work uh, that such a great actor totally deserves.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What yeah. other scenes uh, come to your mind, Raki, uh, from Monsoon Wedding that have left a mark on you? Especially, I wanted to ask you, um, as a storyteller with Ribbon, have there been any specific influences, uh, maybe not from Monsoon Wedding, but maybe from any of Mira Nair's work, uh,
1: so, uh, I mean, I have also, uh, I, I have also specialized in documentary filmmaking, non-fiction. Right, right. Uh, so nonfiction is something that uh, that stays with you, even though you move into fiction, uh, there is an element of realism that always uh, draws you uh, and that wants you to, uh, portray uh, your character in, in a most realistic manner, or maybe create a more, a very realistic world. Uh, because I, I believe in, in creating a world which in, in some form or the other should or must resonate with, with the audience. Um, and probably that has a lot to do with, with with the constant viewing of miranas film that i i have usually done um also uh, it has a lot to do with the research that i also do uh, while writing a character or maybe while writing my story uh, because i research a lot i i talk to a lot of people i try to understand what what they have done or what has happened so while um writing ribbon i remember i spoke to almost about 35 40 working couples in mumbai and and i had a proper questionnaire here uh, that i had uh, uh framed and i'll i'll go and i'll speak to them and i'll try and understand how they balance their work and their prof their personal life and how in any manner has it impacted their uh personal equation and if yes then how if no then why not and and basically who is sacrificing their career um if if they are uh, becoming a new parent and and in 95% of the uh, you know survey i discovered that it's actually 99% it's mostly women who are staying uh, indoors to look after their kids so
0: um even you today know, huh?
1: Even today? Yeah, yeah, of course. So so actually, you know, there is a problem in the infrastructure. Uh, I mean, even though uh, now parents are very aware, uh, that you know most in most of the families that i know or or where i come from um pretty much me and all my cousin sisters they have all they are all very well educated and they're all working and they have all married um um and you know their partners on their own choices uh so they are even though our families are opening up and are becoming a little liberal uh, in terms of uh, or, or a, a lot liberal in terms of uh, giving higher education to their daughters, um, I still feel there, there is a lack in the infrastructure uh, where there is no support system for working women when they become a mother so once so so if let's say uh if i'm working in a corporate sector or wherever i'm working the moment i become pregnant then th- there is no there is no support system uh, either it has to be my mother in law or or my mother or somebody from my immediate family who uh, will come and support me uh, in looking after the baby yes there are nannies yes there are uh, um, other services but those services i mean not everybody can afford uh, those of services course, right. only people in very high paying salaries they can um, and and also there are, there are a lot of other other things uh, i mean in mumbai you have one room one BHK, one room hall uh, kitchen or uh, where you end up paying almost about 25, 30K, 40K. So uh, I mean, how would you, where, where where, are you going to keep your nannies? Or um, So there, there are a lot of issues and I really feel that it's high time when companies uh, need to come up with and and provide a proper full proof solution to working uh, women uh, for sure because i know um, um a lot of women that i spoke to when i was writing women pretty much more than 70 75% of the women they said clearly that if given a chance there was a support system they would have been working and not looking after the kid at home um, so yeah, so yeah, so I mean, research is something that uh, that I have imbibed just because of my specialization uh, in nonfiction, and um, I I think that's a great tool when you are writing a story uh, because then you have a lot of information uh, and 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 you filter uh, you know uh, all those information and then finally you kind of focus upon what exactly you want to say, what exactly you want your audience to to understand, or or how you want your audience to react to your film. Um, And in order to do that, I think uh, it's it's important that you do a lot of research or you invest a lot of time in, in creating situations or in creating those
0: characters. So and you think your uh, documentary making background helps you there a
1: lot. It, it 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 yes it right. it does and yeah it does and also you kind of you, you ask very right questions so even though uh, while i was developing this script that i'm working right now which I, which i'm taking it on floor next month so um i I was very clear uh, with Sagar how I want the story to flow and how I want how realistic I want that world uh, to come in place I I I still feel that you know uh, there are two different things a lot of people still feel that you know uh, realistic is something very uh, you know not is very non-glossy or non-glamorous, and you know it's it's too art
0: house kind. Oh,
1: of, yeah. yeah, too raw, too art house, um, wow. and and you have to really use very right words when you are talking to a, a lot of people. Uh, however, having said that, I think uh, uh, I I feel uh, realism is something. Uh, or being true to your story or to true to your character is something that uh, we as filmmakers should definitely achieve uh, while telling our story. Um, th- th- that's, that's something that I really look forward to as my primary goal more than anything else.
0: Interesting. Thanks for sharing your process. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> great, great. That was awesome, Rocky. I think uh, finally, I would just like to ask you for someone who hasn't seen Monsoon Wedding. Uh, you, you know, yeah, the podcast has a lot of young listeners. So, what would your message be to them as to why uh, they should watch this movie?
1: People should watch Monsoon Wedding just to uh, s- your experience the feel of wedding, and then in that uh, wedding, how different people are figuring out and are fighting with their own personal issues, and how, um, you know, none of us are perfect, and none of our families are perfect. So, for all its, you know, um, dysfunctionalities, you still love that, You, you will love that film, because Verma family is very relatable we have relatives like Verma families we have people around us like Verma families also the fact that you know um, uh, today we always n- now in in it, you know in in the era where we have uh tinder and all those dating apps and now we are very open about our Past relationships and and our ex boyfriends and and stuff like that. Twenty years ago, for for a character like Aditi to come clean to her future husband mm. and confess that you—that was, you, was a big deal. Um, and uh, you know, I always felt that that's something that we should all do in our lives. You know, somehow it clears your baggage. I mean, it it really does. Um, so um, and and. And the way uh, that that has also been dealt in the in the film is very beautiful. Um, so for that reason, at least the younger audience should go back and watch that, just in case if uh, if they if if they have to talk about their previous relationship to their future partner, maybe present uh, partner. I mean, how to do it in a in a right way. Um, um, i mean monsoon wedding has pretty much everything so you know and and it's there on youtube for free so oh, why, not? I, why not i mean why not it's 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 a great entertainment uh, it's a great entertainment yeah it has a great
0: soundtrack too
1: yeah sound, great soundtrack great uh, uh, visuals uh, you know great plot line pretty much everything Uh, Yeah,
0: I I would say that from a story point of view, you know, it's a great example of a plot that's uh, multi-strand, has a multi-strand narrative and that intertwines and contrasts. And at the end, everything comes to closure very nicely, keeping intact the motives and uh, where monsoon essentially is like a metaphor for uh, liberation, catharsis and, you know, finding, bringing closure. So uh, definitely a great example of that.
1: Yeah, and towards the end, when the family is celebrating the marriage, uh, you kind of feel like yeah. After all this shit that has happened to the family, yeah, it's high time when they are all dancing and they are celebrating this moment. So you kind of uh, you you are drawn towards them, and and you become like a Bharati, uh as a viewer. So that's very interesting. Um, I it mean, it does if,
0: suck you in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, it has happened to me in every film that I've seen. Of Meera Nair, I mean, it's it's a very immersive experience. I mean, even when I see namesake, um, it's it's very immersive, and and I and I just feel right from the very first frame, I just get into the film, and I don't want to, you know, leave it in the middle. I mean, I I never do that. I always kind of you know, if I start the film, I finish the films. Otherwise, I'm too lazy. I kind of I
0: <laughs> smaller attention span.
1: <laughs> no, but I'm not. I'm not too. Um, I'm, I'm. I'm not too much into Instagram and Reels either. I mean, I have a very uh, limited um, uses of social media, um, especially with the uh, prep. Uh, you know, I hardly get time, Imanju. It's so much of work. And yeah, I can imagine. About,
0: hey, by the way, tell us more about your series. What's that about?
1: So uh, the series is uh, a murder mystery. So I'm oh, doing. Oh wait! So
0: this th- is the not the movie is investigative investigative uh, drama. Investigative
1: right? thriller drama. Yes. Okay. And, and so wow! So, so I this would- is a
0: big of a this is a bit of a genre leap for you. huh?
1: Yes. Yes. So I've, I I <laughs> feel like I have done like I'm working on thrillers too much. So uh, immediately after after this feature, I'll I'll get back to. A relationship uh, drama that I have been developing for a long time, or for another slice. Yes, there would be
0: a. uh, It would be great to have a follow up to uh, Ribbon. Uh,
1: Yes, uh, I'm
0: pretty sure a lot of people are expecting that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I need to mature a little bit more as a filmmaker to come up with with uh, with with the story that can lead uh, the lead the ribbon forward um, i'm still figuring out like i'm still there 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 are a lot of plots there are a lot of things uh, but i have still not discovered the soul what exactly i want to say through the sequel um, so uh, once i have that soul what what exactly i want to Portray from that particular story, then um, of course I, I I would love to write it and I would love to uh, make the film because I I also feel like it's, it's it's a little unfinished because Ribbon on on you know on purpose I started from the middle and I ended in the middle um, because you know a couple's journey is never.
0: Right, you get that
1: feeling. It's, it was final, final. So, 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 so that's how I also want to do. Whenever I do the sequel, I want to start from the middle. I want to, uh, you know, stop in the middle. Um, and there are few things that uh, that I'm working on, but I'm figuring the soul. And once I have discovered that, then hey, yeah, why not? Sure, sure. Awesome.
0: And what comes first, the movie or the series?
1: Um, so the series is going to come uh, sometimes in FEM. Um, oh, it's think- all done. Yeah, yeah, it's all oh, done. Yeah, so, yeah, okay,
0: uh, right, right, right. My bad. I remember you telling me you wrapped up the shoot and everything. Yeah, yeah
1: so yeah, yeah. I, I, was so that series was caught in the lockdown. Uh, I was shooting in March and then okay. uh, suddenly the night curfew happened and we had to stop the shoot. Okay. And then for six is this months... Is going before, to
0: be on Netflix, Amazon? Or is uh,
1: this is for EROS now
0: you Okay.
1: Yeah. Great. So Mona Singh is playing a very important character in that series and it is nice. set in a very interesting world. Um, so, so that's something that I'm really looking forward to. So during this uh, New Year weekend, I was actually working. So I just locked the edit uh, of that uh, awesome. show. So now it's uh, going to go for sound and music and and VFX and a lot of other post-production work. Right. Um, and I'm now totally focused on doing my
0: feature. Feature. so yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, best of luck with your feature and look Thank forward you. to your feature as always and the series. By the way, can you share the title of the series? Uh,
1: the title is Deadline.
0: Deadline, okay. Okay, I'll yeah. keep an eye for it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. As as soon as uh, the poster and the teaser or trailer is released, I'll uh, definitely share it with you.
0: Definitely, definitely. I would love to see that. Great. Thank you so much, Raki. It was great to um, get your point of view on this beautiful film. And uh, thanks for sharing your love for uh, Miranair and and the movie with us. And it was great um, just to... Uh, Hear you talk about this as a person who made Ribbon because I really think that movie also, you know, kind of has. Some uh, very similar characteristics that we find across Miranai's cinema. Like I said, you know, there is a universal appeal about those two lead characters, um, you know, Kalki and sumit Vyas. Same thing. I, I just thought that it, that movie also, the narrative has a very strong emotional quotient, you know, that kind of stays with you. So, um, you know, it was very interesting to hear you talk about a film that you felt about uh, the same way. So thanks a lot.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you, Imanshu. Thank you so much. Super. I, 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 basically I love your podcast. So oh, I was, so uh, I was, I was just telling this to another writer friend of mine that, uh, you know, I have a, uh, I have a podcast with uh, Himanshu. So it's like, oh, that guy who does love, uh, uh, for cinema. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh my God, please tell him that I love his podcast. I was like,
0: yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. If you liked the episode. Do spread the word about this episode and the podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your pods. Also, please do rate and review an Apple podcast when you get a chance. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at sf 8 That's the episode. This is Himanshu signing off. And as always, thank you for listening to the Love of Cinema podcast.